in New Jersey, we found some... Welcome to this week's episode of Jersey Matters. We're your hosts. I'm Mike Perino. And I'm Casey McLean. We're bringing you a special election coverage series where we'll go over, well, the 2020 election, including state, presidential, and the ballot initiatives. So let's get to it. New Jersey's 2020 ballot questions. Let's talk about the three questions on the ballot. All right. So I think let's start with ballot one. I'm going to just read it. But it's what we've all been waiting for. It's the constitutional amendment to legalize marijuana. So the ballot question uh, is as follows. Do you approve amending the Constitution to legalize a controlled form of marijuana called cannabis? (laughs) Only adults at least 21 uh, years of age could use cannabis. The state commission created to oversee the state's medical cannabis program would oversee the new personal use cannabis market. Cannabis products would be subject to state sales tax. If authorized by the legislature, a municipality may pass a local ordinance to charge a local tax on cannabis products. And then the summary to try to explain what it means is this amendment would legalize a controlled form of marijuana called cannabis. Um, Only persons at least 21 years of age could use cannabis products legally. The Cannabis Regulatory Commission would oversee the new adult cannabis market. This commission was created in 2019 to oversee the state medical cannabis program. The scope of the commission's new authority would be detailed in laws enacted by the legislature. Actually, it just says the same thing. The interpretation is – it's such an obvious thing. Okay. (laughs) The goal is they're changing the constitution of New Jersey to legalize cannabis. It will be similar to marijuana and that – I mean similar to – Tobacco, alcohol. Tobacco and alcohol. Well – do you have to be 21 to uh, buy tobacco? Oh, no, you have to be 18. 18, so it's just yeah. more like alcohol. And basically, it's subject to sales tax like everything else that's a product. And just like alcohol, there might be extra taxes on it. And they, it, it will also be just not the purchasing of cannabis, but also it says the legalizing the cultivation, processing, and sale of retail marijuana. But the exact like amounts and stuff like that aren't specified. That's something the legislature will figure out. So it would it would in theory take effect if it's passed on January first, twenty twenty one. So what do you think about this, Casey? Uh, I think it's something we've talked about extensively on this, <laughs> on this podcast, and in I think we've talked about it with Mert not. We didn't specifically personally speak about it with Governor Murphy, but in another interview, I think on a radio show, he specifically said legalizing marijuana for the state can help us significantly financially because we'll be able to tax it. People will be able to start businesses around it and people will be purchasing it. And it's in every other state that has legalized it, from my knowledge, from like reading about it, every state has profited significantly. And it's not just in-state people buying, purchasing, you know, it's also out-of-state. So it'll help impact um, the tourism industry in New Jersey, which is one of the biggest industries that we have in our uh, economy in the state of New Jersey. And we are also the garden state. So I think it's the yeah. most appropriate. It's fitting, it's fitting. Yeah, really putting the garden back in the garden state. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I think it's good. Uh, why, why not? We, we should legalize it. It should have been legalized years ago. 
we've kind of checked out some of our older episodes, especially interviewing with Colin Belay. He uh, kind of goes into the struggles of the Senate with Murphy, and it kind of explains why the pushback, this, the pushback, and why all this stuff has taken the kind of long, torturous route that it has. But it's here now, and we can vote on it. I'm I'm worried that it won't pass. Really? Um, well, it just depends on turnout. Like, uh, just be, I, I, but it seems like turnout all across the country is going up because of, uh, you know, just in general, because of the uh, presidential election and also because, uh, the mail-in ballots. Mail ballots and the promoting early voting. So, so that's and early voting. So, that, so that's good. Um, uh, so overall, I'm glad of that, but I don't know. This is good stuff. Yeah. I think literally <laughs> the only way it could, it could not pass is if, it, is if people either forget to vote for them because it's on the back side of the ballot or if they, uh, oh like, no. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, there's not really much more to say about this because uh, we've made it pretty clear. Uh, Reorganization of marijuana um, for reasons, for, not just yeah. <laughs> not just personal use. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other question, question number two on the ballot this year is the peacetime veterans eligible for property tax deduction amendment 2020. So this word for word, I'll, I'll take it over, Mike, if you don't. Go ahead. You want to fight me more? <laughs> so the ballot question specifically says, do you approve amending the Constitution to give a $250 property tax deduction to veterans who did not serve in time of war? Do you also approve amending the Constitution to give a 100% property tax exemption to certain totally disabled veterans who did not serve in time of war? The widow or widower of these veterans also would receive this $250 deduction or 100% exemption after the veteran's death. Now, this seems straightforward. <laughs> I've been reading a different um, opinion articles on this, and I think the overwhelming opinion on this question is that everyone should vote yes. And because it, it's just a matter of if you serve your country, did you go to war? Yes or no. But did you sign up for, you know, serving your country in the event that war happened? Yes. So I think that you should be given this exemption. I think the only reason to vote no is if you are hyper concerned about the the tax year 2020 um 2021 because it'll cost a lot of money but i mean yeah i think something like 14 million dollars right yeah estimated the cost yeah but it uh, i think that's where mm, you know it, so it's just I, another benefit for veterans that I think I, there's not enough benefits yeah. for veterans in the first place. And if yeah. the state of Jersey wants to, you know, look upon our veterans with respect and dignity, I think this is a, a way to go. And that's the way just, I the way I look at it is I don't think let's say you you aren't someone who really even likes the kind of like military culture that we have and things like that, and you might think like why give veterans more stuff. Or something like that. That's not my thought, but I'm just trying to think like, for people, for people who, that's, no, really, it's not me, but like, yeah. who think that it's like, I think there's a good reason why you should still vote for it. Like, there's no reason to have the tax burden fall on like veterans or normal people for the stuff that, that happened. Um, yeah. We should be pushing for that burden to fall on the plenty of wealthy people and corporations that are housed in New Jersey and also yeah. for a federal government to bail us out. Yeah. Um, so I, so like, I don't think we need to go, um, kind of, uh, you know, vindictive over this. I think it's, it makes sense. Give them tax deductions, especially if they're just, like disabled from, yes. um, 
doing in service. Like that means they can't likely get a job uh, yeah. or get many types of jobs they won't qualify for because, you know, there's, there's various kinds of disabilities. Yeah. And, and widows think- are also affected by the loss of, uh, of, uh, of, a know, spouse. Uh, of, of a spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, Number two, ballot question number two for New Jersey. Do you want to take over question number three? Yeah, I'll read three. (laughs) This is also pretty straightforward. It says, uh, it's a constitutional amendment to change the legislative redistricting schedule if the census data is delayed. This one's a lot. This is a hot button issue. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but it says, do you approve amending the constitution to change when new legislative districts are created if the federal census data is delayed? The current COVID-19 pandemic has delayed census data collection. If New Jersey does not receive the census data in a timely manner, new legislative districts may not be ready in time for state legislative elections in the year ending in one. This change to the redistricting schedule will allow legislators to be elected that year from their existing districts for their two-year term in office. The new district districts will be used starting with the next scheduled general election for the state legislature. So the uh, the interpretive statement is kind of long. I'm not going to read it because it kind of says the same <laughs> stuff with more words but yeah it seems like it's more more split i'm, I'm not really sure why uh, some people are saying it benefits incumbents and stuff like that but I, I think it's i think it's a little bit of a stretch what do you think yeah i agree i think there's mixed messaging going on right now especially with the political climate that it is today <laughs> so from what my understanding is, is that voting yes a lot more democrats support that option and voting no i think it's the more republican stance and the reason behind it is that they don't want to enable any kind of they're saying it's gerrymandering but uh, you know i think it's a i don't want to say it's a non-issue but like gerrymandering is an issue, but I don't think this is a part of that. Yeah, this isn't this a part is, of it. Yeah, and this I is think... like redistricting happens off the of census data. Yeah. If the census data is delayed, then you're not going to, ha- then you should delay the redistricting. Yes. And it's the match. idea that it's, oh, yeah. it's being added to the constitution of New Jersey, which is already a very verbose constitution in general. So yeah. adding this, like Governor Murphy, when the election, uh, the primary election was going on, he delayed it. So he pushed people instead of, I think it was supposed to be in June, he pushed it to be held in July. And it's a thing like that, like by executive order, Murphy can make this happen. Like you don't need to have it added to the constitution. Uh, that's at least the opinion I was reading on the, the vote no side. Vote yes is it allows for any kind of delay in the census tally for New Jersey in order to get like a squeeze in before, I guess, midterm elections. So the things are redrawn and take into consideration the full census data. But if there's an issue with census data being taken, you know, or calculated for the redrawing of districts to be, you know, according to the population and having, you know, proper representation, then that's something that doesn't need to be in the Constitution, I don't think. Um, That's just what I'm... Do you find it funny that both sides for and against are using (laughs) the same logic? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm reading, and it's basically uh, State Senator Vin Gopal of District 11 said, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically that minority communities, including Hispanic and Asian communities, are drastically underrepresented in our legislature, in part because the old census records haven't kept up with changing demographics. And this is part of why uh, people should vote yes on it. And, then, and for people who are arguing against it, you get people who are saying uh, things like State Senate 
State Senator Robert Singer of District 30, a Republican, has actually shortchanges the minority populations of the state. This by itself is a racist move to do this thing. Uh, don't we care? And then Hemel Patel of the director of the New Jersey Institute for Social Justice's Democracy and Justice Program, which I don't know anything about. But anyway, they said that it will <laughs> exacerbate the cracks of structural racism in our foundation by using the existing outdated legislative maps, which do not include the substantive growth of people of color in New Jersey since 2010, thereby diluting the political strength, influence, and power to which the people of color and are entitled based on their composition of New Jersey's population as it exists right now. It's just strange that both sides are literally using the same rhetoric for different ends. Uh, kind yeah, of, isn't it? What is that saying? Like a, a bird in the hand is better than two in a barrel or something? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, this is it, it's so strange that this is on the ballot. Like it, it made it to be put on the ballot, but it really doesn't affect anyone unless the the worst case scenario happens. It's not like the legalization of marijuana question number one, where it's it's a win, win, win for New Jersey and the economy. And question number two is this will specifically help this population of veterans and possible widowers or disabled veterans or, you know, it, there's a significant occurrence that will happen, whether it's vote yes or vote, vote no. This is less solid ground. You know what I mean? Like this is uneven footing and it really doesn't matter because if we did get the census data in time for the election, then you don't have to have this. You know what I mean? It's it's very strange. Yeah. So Ballotpedia has a good overview of like, what would this actually change about re redistricting? They say the constitutional amendment would postpone state legislative redistricting until after the election on November 2nd, 2021. Should the state receive federal census data after February 15th, 2021? Therefore, the current state legislative districts would have been used since 2011 would remain in use for the 2020, uh, 2021 election. And the state legislative elections in 2023 would be the first to use districts based on the data from the 2020 census. The constitutional amendment would also allow this delayed timeline in future redistricting cycles should the federal census data be received after February 15th in, say, 2031, 41, 51, and so on. And the current schedule for le uh, legislative redistricting, just by comparison, is as of 2020, the New Jersey Constitution requires the state legislative redistricting commission to pass a redistricting uh, plan within a month of receiving the official census data. Following 2010 census data, uh, data was received on uh, February 3rd, 2011, and a new legislative district map was adopted April 3rd, 2011. And then it says uh, in 2021, state legislators, legislative primaries are scheduled for June 8th. The U.S. Census Bureau is required to deliver the data needed for redistricting to the states before April 1st, 2021. However, the Bureau has asked Congress to extend the deadline to July 31st, 2021, due to delays related to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So it does seem relevant. We have to adjust. We can't just do things, I think, just because it's tradition. We have to adjust for stuff. And it's, obviously it's not ideal, but some of the people saying no about like what some of the arguments for saying no that we're using the like it will exacerbate the cracks of structural racism by like using outdated legislative maps. But if you vote no, they're still going to be using outdated legislative maps because they don't have the data. <laughs> so this would only allow them to like it's true. Yeah, you're right. They're going to be using outdated maps. Yeah. Uh, but it's just confusing to me. <laughs> like, like just, it, it, it just honestly doesn't seem like it'll affect much because 
It just either it, all it really affects is is the 2021 election. Yeah, and That's I think it. it's I don't want to say it's a non-issue, but to me as a I guess a, an average New Jersey voter, I from my understanding of gerrymandering and the districts in New Jersey, a lot of it is just for the politicians, really. If that makes any like. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm ignorant, but it's I think a lot of politicians might be pushing for this delay in, um, you know, depending on the census data. You know, if everyone votes yes, I think it makes their lives easier where they can, you know, budget and fundraise and plan their strategy ahead of time and not waste money. And for the average, Amer- like for the average American, for the average New Jersey person, citizen, I don't think it really will affect your day to day. I think this is more of a a politician's battle and the fact that there's not enough content out there to really push the issue either way says enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we always talk about just like a, just like a it, it's a boring bureaucratic thing that's being politicized, just like the census in general. But yeah. It's not like, I don't, I don't think it's that. Will your day change? History. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it's just going to be one of those random things, like people who do uh, down ballot voting of just all blue or all red, and they call it a day. This will be, you know, just as random. Yeah, I have a feeling people are just going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> sure, yes, no. Yes, lines. no, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I say, the marijuana one or the uh, the veterans one, That those are a lot more straightforward, and people can understand how they affect people. Yeah. It's um, that's something I think politicians need to do better at explaining um, yeah. how something like redistricting can affect other people, but what are you going to do? What can you do? We're, we're not politicians and we're not scientists here on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. So that's great. So like, thanks for um, listening to this special edition of, of our podcast of Jersey matters. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hope we'll see you after the election. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're not silenced and uh, <laughs> yeah. censored and shut down. But thanks for listening, everyone. Signing off. This is Casey. This is Mike.